This episode of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by BadMagics.com. BadMagics.com. More than just an online journal or a clothing line, BadMagics.com is a lifestyle brand dedicated to keeping you fresh from art to the music to the gear. BadMagics.com. Shout out to the magic man. BadMagics.com. Defenders of the true school. One of my favorite uh, Spike Lee movies was Bamboozled. It yeah. was um, it's, uh, disturbing. If, at first, it starts out kind of hilarious. It's, it's funny. You laugh at it. But then by the middle to end of the film, you're kind of just drained emotionally by watching it, yes. especially the ending sequence with all of the uh, the cooning. Yes. The, the, the eye bulging, the buck dancing. <laughs> yes. Speaking of eye bulging, buck dancing, and cooning. Yeah. Yes. Little Wayne uh, was on the, uh, the new show with, with Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp. Sleeping Eight. And he mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, Tad. Tad. Mammy. <laughs> he. He was on the new uh, new show, which is supposed to kind of like be the answer to to first take, which and is not his booty. Skip Bayless asked him an, an interesting question. You know, tell you know, he wanted him to tell the audience, "Have you ever dealt with racism? Like, how have you dealt with racism?" And he gave his honest opinion that he had never really dealt with racism. He had never really that he. I don't know if he said that he it, that it didn't exist, but he said that it didn't exist to him. It didn't exist to him. He hadn't dealt with it. Um, now, what are your thoughts? My my first thought is the fact that he sent out a tweet not too long ago because uh, they removed him from an event or he couldn't get floor seats at an uh, at a game, saying that it was this man is on lean. Yes. So good luck with remembering anything. Yes. So that and then well and, and I'm sure, you know, here's my thing. He's a guy that, for what it's worth, you're still from New Orleans. You still grew up around, uh, well, you spent most of your time, you know, touring and stuff like that. So you saw a lot of other stuff. But you're very well aware of what goes on in society. That dude was trying to answer something politically correct. I see a whole bunch, not even politically correct, but uh, so that he doesn't alienate any of his fan base and miss out on his money. He's taking a quick stance saying, Hey, look, I don't want to lose my money. And now I see a lot of these, you know, black stars doing that. They like they're saying, forget what's going on. I don't care what's going on. I just want to keep my money. Uh, white people buy my album and I don't want to make anybody upset. So I'm going to do that. You so know, you think I, Cam Newton ruffle no feathers because he wants to keep his money coming in? Exactly. He don't. He wants to be a safe Negro. He's trying to get himself. He's like, I'm willing to continue to dance for you as long as you keep those checks are coming. Because there's no way. This is a guy who's played multiple roles in his life. We can go back and look at what they dressed him up as before uh, when the Crip trend was in, uh, and everybody in the industry was trying to be Crips. I mean, I've never seen a blood. Say I started out wearing blue bandanas and I flipped, uh, and then then when the the Bloods came in the game and and you know uh, and I think that's got more to do when they signed 
uh, the actual big time blood dude, uh, Mac Ten. When Mac Ten came, yeah, when Mac know, Ten came in, that's when everything kind of changed. That's when everybody started. Well, I don't even know that he bring as much of the blood, but he, you know, he was really representing Bloods in a time when the Crips. That's when Cash Money really made that big push toward we're we're Bloods now. All this Subu business, exactly. So everybody was doing that, and I'm like, dude, you was a kid. Like, so, at what time was you putting in work? And do I'm standing on a like MC8 said it yeah. best. Like a lot of these guys need to stop because you really don't want to be that dude. Like the standing on the corner waiting, and your people gonna retaliate on you. So yeah, especially when you're like a pop superstar. Yeah, exactly. So my thing is when this guy says he didn't seen certain things, I'm like, he says he's seen all these levels. Then of the he street. said, and remember, it's so not, you think it, he's just so far removed from it that he wouldn't see it no way? Is that what you're saying? Am I right? Yeah, that's on? what he's trying to. That's what he's yeah, trying he's, to. Whatever. He's trying to say. He's trying that. to say that he's so far removed that he don't see it. Most of the fans at his concert, and that he was like, blessed. That, he was blessed because technically he's been a pop star for so long. But see, the problem with that is it's a type of how you put it. I'm not saying you got to be out here and be soldier of the truth. I'm not saying you got to be out here and be Malcolm X. I'm just like just acknowledging that there's some problem. The, the the intelligent way to answer that question is, yes, our nation does ha- still have a lot of problems they need to face. I know a lot of good people. You could des- you could have weasel your way out of that. See what I'm saying? Well, see, my thing that guy is just he did. said he said for himself. That yeah, that's he what he kept saying, like for I, himself. So he that's why I said so he's trying to give us through his lens. But I'm like, that's not the question. You're deflecting in a way that you're isolating a percentage of your population. Uh, you know, and that, and we're the percentage that's always gonna have to have your back when they see. That's what a lot of these black stars need to realize. Now, if you're cool with your money keeping you warm, and you think everybody's memory gonna be short, which a lot of people's memory is, a lot. And let's be real, a lot of black folks don't care if he came out and said he can't stand black folks. They'll still be like, man, you know Wayne be tripping, but you know he my dude though. They will still be rocking with Wayne. Yeah, this is the same guy who had that. What do you say? Beat the pussy like Emmett Till? Yeah, some crazy. See, that's what I'm saying. This Emmett dude Till, says insensitive M- Emmett Till shit. Yeah. Uh, what I got from the interview is that he recognizes racism, uh, the Sterling situation down in uh, Louisiana. Um, but in his life, he hasn't experienced any racism. And in some ways, he even said that racism doesn't exist. <laughs> Um, if he says I'm like Shannon Sharp I commend him for telling his truth yes and if his truth is I haven't experienced racism I respect that but my whole thing is you haven't been looking at YouTube because they call you all kind of coons and niggas all the time in the goddamn comments and I guess a person like him wouldn't do that anyway but my point is he has rose-colored glasses on, or he, whatever the term is. He he's put those glasses on because he wants to keep those checks. I, I respect it. I respect his opinion. Yeah. And you know what? I want what he's saying to be true. I want every black person to be able to say, "I haven't experienced racism." Yeah. <laughs> because then, if every black person says it, that means that we're doing better as a country. Yeah. But as much as I respect what he says, it just seems delusional because I've experienced racism like a motherfucker and I'm around his age. Yeah. Uh, but you know, more yeah, I think, I think we're all the same age actually. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. the three of yeah. us, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I'm 78. 
like you said, <laughs> he's seventy eight years old. So you seen that? Mwah, the best racism, exactly, magnificent. Yes, yes. You've, you've been yes. kicked off buses. Yes, <laughs> yes. When, when when Shannon Sharp spoke about it, Shannon kind of did the "I'm angry." Like if you really listen to the interview, I, I like what Shannon said because Shannon, would, in my opinion, it sounded like he was mocking him. Yes, because he was kind of like he's like, "I give you the credit, and if you if you didn't experience this in thirty three years living in living in New Orleans, I guess it's I guess maybe it can be true. Maybe you can because obviously he's like, "Are you fucking out of your mind? What?" The answer like you, to that question is yes. <laughs> like really, dude. He, he found it more like uh, I respect what you're saying, uh, but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He does have a speech impediment, yes, yes. Joseph. Yes, uh, but <laughs> and you and you know uh, Stephen A. Smith was just sort of saying, "Woo, yeah, I know it, Massa." Oh man, you know what, man? He, Stephen A. Smith broke out the uh, the white gloves and started dancing when he, when he, <laughs> he heard, put when on he heard the, did that. he put on the red lipstick yeah, to, and, and somehow to. he came in with a coat with tails on. I was shocked. So Stephen A. Smith came from ESPN <laughs> to the new situation. No, no, he stayed at ESPN. He continues to no, clean. that's what I'm saying. And in, in Fred's joke, he came from ESPN with his white gloves. Just wanted to coon for you all the way over here, Skip. Yeah. Okay, back mm. to the Lil Wayne interview. Yep. <laughs> Then he went back to ESPN. Yes. Yeah, did he left ESPN, right? I don't Skip understand why any of you would say such a thing, such a dramatical statement anyway. What's that? Uh that's a cannabis impression? That's not like cannabis. <laughs> cannabis stand. <laughs> yeah. The Rob analyst. Oh, Rob analyst. But um no, what I was saying was Skip Bayless left the show with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Over, over money. Yeah, ESPN didn't they don't pay anybody. They don't pay anybody. They don't pay anyone ever. So he got a raise with now he works for Fox Sports. This was a Fox Sports show. I can't remember what it's called. It's a new show with uh he and and Sterling uh Sterling Sharp. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. Donald Sterling. Sharp. <laughs> Donald Sterling and uh um, no, no, his brother his, Bayless, his brother's name were uh, his brother's name was Sterling Sharp. He played for the South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh. And I for thought the, it was Donald the, the Donald Sterling show. Oh no, no. Coon for me, little Wayne Coon. Mm-hmm. Donald Sterling probably would enjoy seeing him coon. He probably would. He would throw shillings. <laughs> he would actually go get shillings, man. He would throw chitlings? Is that what Chitl- you said? Shillings. Shillings. And chitlings? Yeah, so no, Fred, are you uh how do you feel about Little Wayne and his statements on racism and how it isn't that big of a deal? He act like it ain't that big of a deal. Again, like I said, I feel like he's he is the he did what I expected pretty much out of somebody like him, which is sad. I would I I would have hoped for more, but you know I never was big on that dude, and or I mean I like like the mid level of his work, um. Yeah, but he was always kind of like, I don't know, a manufacturer guy to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like what I've always expected from him. Like, and a lot of these guys are, you know, they're gonna, they're looking for safe answers. They're looking for, like I said, they're looking for ways to keep their money. That's basically it. And they feel like they're going to be safe. I mean, but the one thing to always remind them is, hey, you're going to be safe until you're not safe. You see what I'm saying? And, 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 and you know, when they when those sentences come, those sentences aren't going to be the same for you as is for Johnny Rockstar. How you feel about that shit? It, it's um, I don't know, man. He he really he seems to be in some sort of box. He created a box for himself mentally. He talked about his family, like how he only cares about his family. He doesn't care about anything with any flag or anything with any. He He's kind of like living on his own mental island. 
but no matter where you are, no matter what box you create for yourself, reality still does exist. Exactly. And the issues of reality still exist. So he can he can play that game and, you know, you could tell yourself that the sky is orange when it's blue, but the sky is still blue. And I, he's he's convinced himself. He sound like he sounded like he was truly convinced, especially when he made the comment about um, he said that in his opinion, racism didn't exist, I guess, to him, because when he went to his concert, it was only filled with white people, which doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, OK. And see that, and and what do you, you mean? Like, I mean, and everybody tries to get this guy credit. Like, oh, he's way smarter than that. This guy is so smart. I've talked to him, and that makes me. When somebody says something like that, I say again, that's even worse. I would rather him be stupid. I would rather you say that this guy just he's just not, he don't get it. He can't make the connection. But when somebody says, oh, this guy is actually smart. He's a psychology major. He did all this. I'm like, drugs or no drugs. I'm like, dude, that means you're just a conniving dude. That means you'll say anything to kind of keep your position. If you really wanted to deflect on something like that, get studied up on it, read up on it before you or, have or say no comment. Exact. Say no comment or just say, hey, I'm you know, I'm struggling with a lot of this stuff going on right now. And I don't want my my statement to be exploited how I feel about it, because I know they're trying to get everybody to take a very stance one way or another. And then everyone is misconstrued. And, and this is a nuanced situation. And I really feel like at the end of the day, there's ways that you could have just kind of talked your way out of it. But, you know, and people would have still been mad at you, but I would have respected you a lot more. You I know. agree. Hmm. I can't say agree, but I respect his opinion. And I think up into the point he said racism does not exist. I respected his opinion. But when those words specifically came out of his mouth, that racism doesn't exist. That's where I was. I turned him off in my brain. Yeah. But everything yeah. else he said, I respect his opinion. And I really wish that. All black people could say and feel like Little Wayne because that would show that the United States of America is making some forward strides. And I don't think he feels that way because, again, I like, believe it. I, I think he can. can I, I be, think he is like well, he, he's had he's had a ghostwriter. Huh? And he needs to go and admit it. So somebody goes written. He that, just he's says got it. some lyrics. People write. His I'm going to say says it. Uncle Slam uh, had Uncle Sam. You Satan's dad. Wait a minute. That's from one of your mixtapes. <laughs> Bruh, I could go yeah, ahead and probably like quite a few things that he said. Yeah. But see, my thing is, so what are you saying? Are you really putting on that big of a show? I mean, which, but I'm just saying, what are the lengths? And we he also mentioned. And then uh, he make uh, that, um, I hate to cut you off, my bad, but didn't he make that, Contri- that K- Katrina song? Yes, that, yeah, that was part of it. Yeah. But that's the song you're talking about. Uh huh. See, it, that shit went over my head. So, yeah, he made that Katrina song. And I don't know. You don't sound naive on that track. Oh, what I'm saying. So that's why it's just one of those type of things. Yeah, that's why you're saying now he's on ESPN, and now all of a sudden, a lot of these guys are making that decision. Um, you know, it's a hard and fast decision. People are getting people getting hit with that truth serum, and people are trying to get. I you know you got people dodging and duck, ducking and trying to get to some cover. Michael Jordan is um, the all time. Dodge it like he, he's the all time, not not only maybe the greatest, ba- arguably the greatest basketball player of all time, but he's dodger of any sort of social commentary. 
mm-hmm. ever. Like this exactly. guy, he's amazing at it. He, he's legend. He's reached legendary status. Yeah, he would you say talk. he's Mickey Cooney-ish? He's, uh, yes. <laughs> he's the super saiyan of, saiyan of dodging. Yes. Okay. That, yes. He doesn't have hair, but he grows hair when he goes super saiyan and dodges you. And cries. When he goes super soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, Yes, yes, yes. I mentioned him because um, I think a lot of people are choosing that. It's it's been very profitable not to have an opinion, to just Mm -hmm. say, I don't have an opinion. Like, no, I don't see it. I don't affect that because it's it's kind of like when you take that stance, um, people sometimes they they kind of they can't really say much they can't he's like oh i don't have any comment at all i, I didn't see it i i don't know i didn't see it at all so so it's kind of like it's a it's a cop out it's like the type of thing that safe zone yeah if yeah. you go into your safe zone or as you used to call it um opinion box the opinion box i hate the opinion box. let me explain the opinion box Right, quick. And don't forget your point, Crane. The opinion box is where somebody says something that may be right, it may be wrong. It's an opinion, but it's really bullshit. But because they frame it inside the opinion box, you can't say anything about it. For example, if somebody says that, you know what? Steph Curry ain't the best three-point shooter of all time, man. That's just how I feel. And then as soon as you say, well, the numbers and stats show that he is the best three-point shooter of all time. Well, I'm just saying because I feel you, but that's my opinion. You can't tell me I'm wrong because that's my opinion. But you are fucking wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, see, you're entitled entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. And that's what that's the thing. Yeah, you have to be able See, to. You can't just you yeah. can't just say, "Well, that's my opinion," and shut it down. Exactly. You have to provide some information. Yeah, because see, that's why America, like the intellectualists and people like that, you know, there are columns like that, and they just talk about how America has allowed idiots to pretty much run around and just spout what they feel with no kind of recourse and like the media doesn't correct anybody and see really the media is doing a lot of this gotcha journalism stuff and letting a lot of these clowns get up here and say stuff that ain't even necessary some people are volunteering voluntarily going through and carpet bombing like you got people like Shaq and all these other people they going through this carpet bombing and just weighing in on oh, these, these people uh, uh, also God, a hall of famer oh man that dude is legend of he, just making all of these comments on the cover like it's, oh. it's on the Hall of Fame. Uh, instead of doing all of this with that, you know, maybe the black community should focus on correcting their own problems and such and such. Like he's making that same comment over uh, and over. Yes, he's been making that thinking. same comment over and over again. Yeah, that's and, that's uh, that's Leeds, Alabama for you right there. And it's shout out to you. It's the type <laughs> of thing that that can be. It's a comment that someone makes, and when the comment is made. The people who are racist assholes will take that comment and they'll use that comment and they'll say, you see, here's an example. Here's a guy with dark skin who thinks this. He doesn't think this. Y- yeah, I'm going to pat him on the head for that. For that reason alone, I can't I can never make a comment like that. So I can is never. Charles Barkley a, a coon? Oh, yes. He's definitely, he's definitely become a coon. Is yes. Michael Jordan a coon? Oh, yes. He's he's. He's um, a the Darth Sidious. Actually, actually, I would. Michael Jordan is another type of creature. To me, he's a sociopath. I he think doesn't he, really care about humans. He doesn't life. care about. He wants his money. 
He doesn't care. Me and you, me and you, Crane, we could sit in here and murder each other. You could put like some Jordans on the floor. We murder each other for it. He will walk over our body. He never stepped forward. He never said a thing. A thing. He never cared. When, when all that stuff, the only reason why he gave that money, the only reason why Jordan gave some money because of the whole thing going on, because it was a big blow up with the cops and stuff, was because the boycotts and the pressure was finally getting to his brand. Like people were really starting to like say, I'm not going to wear Jordans. Now you had those hardened, hardened, hardened in the hood. I put Jordans on my fetus. Like literally they reach up in the woman and they put the Jordan on the fetus. Like who ain't even got a foot yet going. They just put it there so he can just slide his little foot when it develops in a Jordan. So in the ultrasound, they exactly. wearing Jordan. Exactly. So they do all of that stuff. But what, what number Jordans was he, was it, was it like, it is probably some centric number. Twelves, yes. What? So you got those people. The twelves. The twelves. Okay, okay. It's got to be the twelves. But right. but uh, those people, you're never gonna change them. They're gonna you man. They'll fight us right now if we said somebody. So is that what Lil Wayne is? So he, um, do you see a connection? I like, think I think I think sorta. the connection is we Maybe. believe. We believe that he the, it's virtually impossible for him not to have dealt with something. And in, yeah. in the past, he's mentioned it. Yeah. So what he decided to do is go on national television and basically say, nah, I'm checking out. I'm checking out on this statement. Don't ask I'm just going to. Yeah. Instead of so just you saying don't no believe comment. He thinks that no. Jonathan Crane, you don't believe he thinks that either. Do you for No, I believe little Wayne. I believe that little Wayne. His overall message was, I know racism is real, but in my world, it is not a big deal. But see, the but thing is. But not according to his past comments. His, I, I his words, he said that he him. never believed, he said he you, never you dealt can, with it. You can call what he's saying bullshit, but he believes his bullshit. Well, because of his and own. I'm not justifying it, I'm just saying he believes yeah, it. Yeah, he definitely does believe it, but I'm saying because of his own words, how could he? You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, cause, cause he even said, he, like I said, the issue with the court side seats, I can even look it up. But the issue with the court side seats, um, where he was supposed, you know, he, he was saying that he was removed from an area because of, you know, racism. So, I, I mean, I, that, I was removed. I, you know what I'm saying? I, so it's like, that's, you know, I think I sent that to someone. Yeah. Well, so, you know, you know, it's, I've been maybe he does him. believe his own bullshit. If you believe, if you say something enough, like you know, you believe you'll it. begin to believe it. Lil like, Wayne says race is the reason he's unwanted in OKC after a dispute over courtside tickets. Yeah, I remember that to the game three of the Western Conference. So he's <laughs> a fucking hypocrite, is what you're saying. Whenever it's his op, like I said, this goes back to sociopathy type behavior. Like whenever it's opportunistic for you. He's been he's able his money and stuff has bought him a level of narcissism and stuff like that that the rest of us can't afford. And remember, and he, he's kind of mentioning it. He's kind of mentioning not, nothing. I don't care about nothing. But I just keep giving me my check. Yeah. You know, I got I, got I only care. I don't these care white girls no throwing themselves at me. No they want a party. Now he was saying his nation, his flag, his world, his this, his that. Yeah. His Which children. is his, that's great. And that's great. But but, you know, you shut yourself off completely from society you know just just go live in your little tiny box then mm-hmm. so give your final word on that little wayne shit when you coon yes when you coon at, at such a high level highest many people don't consider the amount of friction you can you can create from cooning yes 
So make sure you you buy our high-level coon wear. Mm -hmm. It will allow you to coon without creating such friction and heat. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. The the new coon lubricant. Sold everywhere cooning is allowed. (laughs) Exactly. And what's your final word on Lil Wayne? It's it's sad, but it's no surprise. Uh, I see a lot of these quote-unquote black celebrities doing that. I mean, there's a lot of black celebrities that I, res- I I had some respect for. I had defended in the past, but you know, hey, I'm, it's just like everything else is going on right now. I'm glad they're coming out and saying this, so I know where you at. And when it's time, when they come for you, I know not to be. At. I'm gonna let you roast. Um, and basically, that's it. I I mean, I know he he's an opportunist, an every man for himself type individual. He can't. He's gone. The money. And success and made you blind, and you buy. Basically, I'm gonna put it to you like this: He's buying into the whole analogy that a lot of people have about Colin Kaepernick. That if you rich, he mentioned that too. Exactly. If you rich and you successful, if they allowed you to get money, how dare you say something about these people? How dare you challenge this system? Because you didn't got money. That don't make no sense. That's that. That's yeah, one thing you're I hate. Living in America, yeah, they let you, you play you football. Football. That you know, they let, yeah. And then on top of that, you got like, like I said, that's one thing I hate about you know the state that I that I'm in is because they don't get the idea that the things you love, you challenge those things to be better. If you did love them, you challenge them to be better. You know what I'm saying? If you had a, a family point. member that was going down a bad path or that had something, you gonna you know you gonna probably get in their ass a little bit. You know what I'm saying? In a way that only you can do it. You know you know the old adage that hey I'm gonna talk about my crazy drunk uncle, but you better not say nothing about my crazy drunk uncle. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And that's the same way that people feel when they're dealing with this situation. But you got like a lot of folks out here, they're on some other shit like. You can't, man, don't just just act like crazy drunk uncle ain't tell. Yeah, he's attacking women and shit, but just look at the, the what? You're supposed to be loyal and well, shit. Well, actually, and usually like, they just put him in a room. They, but We can't put America in a room. There's, there's a lot of motherfuckers in America that need to be in rooms. Yeah. Padded. Yo, what's up? This is your boy, Joey Burnham, one half of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. Listen to Lawrence G and I weekly as we discuss love, life, and hip hop only on Fourth Coast Media. Fourth Coast? Yeah, to kind of put some clarity on the situation, which I can't really say that I follow what's been going on that closely online. But from what I can gather, I saw the Trick Daddy video where Trick Daddy was going after... Nino Grapes Brown. Grapes. And it looks like some kind of violation has occurred. Okay. Nobody really says what happens. So it may be some street level type stuff. It could be some a situation where some homage wasn't paid, some dues wasn't paid or whatever. I know one thing, a lot of the other uh, rappers from that area, like from Miami and stuff like that, they kind of side, some of them have been siding with Trick. In the sense that they feel some sort of way because Nino actually said like he ruled he run like he pretty much run the town or run a certain area and like so them dudes and I can't even they, exactly and and, I, and you know how that is you don't just go in and say you run an area where a bunch of rappers are especially without the cosign of those rappers you know what I mean if you the dude that's finna come up and you know you the dude that's 
on top right now and you want to say, hey, I'm the boss right now and you're going to put some people on, some people may go ahead and co-sign with you. I know you can even look at the YouTube online. There's a couple of um, rappers from that area. Uh, some of them, their name escaped me. And, I, you know, that's some of the research that, you know, shows my level of professionalism with this. Uh, I should be able to name these gentlemen, but, you know, I haven't. It would be good press for them, you know, for all our listeners to actually hear about these indie artists. <laughs> but to stop the babbling, uh, I would actually say that's what I think this is about. There could be some other underlying stuff, but Mr. Trick, he was not happy at all. I don't get it. Mr. Trick Daddy was not happy at all. I want to know what made him jump all the way to uh, to rape. That's the thing that kind of just... Okay, it, it kind of stuns me. It's that's uh, that's something that's kind of rare. You know what I mean? Like usually, rape is like the tenth step. Yeah, that's like that. You don't start with that. Like talking about rape. Yeah, and plus, it's trick that he has a history of with, booty with being <laughs> being having obs- uh, he has an obsession. Yes, it, 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 um, an it, obsession with ass. Yes. yes, an affinity for ass. I would say <laughs> he's a bit of a connoisseur. Yes, he is. Booty. Yes. All in the bud. You don't know now, nigga. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. We'll talk about this. This this is tricky. So, Captain D coming here. He, he, then he had the booty eating click shirt. Yeah, he had the click. Yes. He had the booty eating click. And now apparently he's trying to start the booty fingering. Yes. Click. He's, he, he, so let me get my mind wrapped around this. Yes. He yes. threatened to put his fingers in the butt of Mr. Gray and give him a colon exam. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now I think this is on some prison level He's been stuff. He's eating though. a lot of grapes, so I think yeah. he'll be very healthy. Yeah, yes, that's yes, he, <laughs> yes. he, he eats mostly grapes. <laughs> that's basically what he eats. But uh, I think this is also prison level stuff, you know, because it's, it's one of those like I'm gonna show my dominance type situation. Because he, he, you know, he pretty much made a reference to the dude, you know, yeah, kind of like a K solo moment. Exactly. If anyone remembers the beef DVD. <laughs> Oh my With God. K Solo was like, yeah, that was K Solo. K Solo. Yeah, uh, he told him to suck his dick. And what did K Solo say? K Solo was like, yeah, I wanted him to show, I want him to show, show me how we suck dick, or he gonna show me how to suck dick, or some crazy he said, shit. He said, I'm gonna show you how we suck dick in, in Yonkers, or wherever yeah, yeah. he from. I'm gonna show you how we suck dick, DMX, telling me to suck your dick. I'm gonna show you. Yeah, and we, we were like, with this homoerotic, and we shit. were like, what? Yeah, yeah it was like, what, 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 man? And if, I, if I recorded that just because I'm a decent person, yeah. I would say, hey, man, you know, you mind if we run that back? You know, you said this. It kind of sounds like this. Is that what you meant to say? And he, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck I meant. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got to edit a motherfucking thing. I'm going to suck his dick. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Okay. Okay, Mr. Solo. Mr. Solo. Uh, he was a fugitive. <laughs> if you under, if anybody knows K. Solo's um, rap history, this dude is the rap fugitive. I want you. Yeah, so. And I'm going to get you. Wasn't that motherfucker? If Redman just Redman saw that and he was just like, "Fuck dealing with this guy ever." Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm done. It's but fucked up. This but see, I, 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 you know, I think that's where the trick daddy thing is going. I think he's trying to, you know, assert some dominance because he he told the dudes on the um the video, "Hey, this dude's soft." He just, you know, called him old uh, finger in the booty dude, and when he see it, so let's beat that. him up. Yeah, let's beat him up. Let's just beat exactly. Let's, let's shoot him. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> let's stab him. We but have see, so many options. I know, but, see, but he was he was specifically yes going to the anal <laughs> intrusion. That's that's uh 
That's what Joe and I, we were perplexed yeah. by that. We were amazed by that. We we're like, See, we've what? never been to jail, so not on this level. So There's a lot of jail niggas who don't get down like that. Uh, yeah. Obviously, some dude, that's just weird. Yeah, that's what I said. That, Obviously, yeah. it yeah. was tongue in cheek. Or I should say finger in cheek. On that subject. On that subject, you actually said that a friend of yours, I won't say who, yeah. went to prison, and he said that a lot of that depended on how long somebody was in prison. That at like someone who was in prison for a short period of time, people were like, "Man, this dude's in jail for two years, sucking dick." But if this dude was in jail for like thirty years, people don't give a fuck or something. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you an, amal- an amalgamation of all the goddamn stories that I heard. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Um, I had one homeboy say that there was a guy who came to a young guy who came to prison as a virgin because he came to prison as a kid. So he does not know what pussy feels like. And his first sexual encounter was in prison with a man. So you have that. You have people coming into prison who ain't never had no pussy. Freeze is struggling with this. He he has a struggle look on his face at this point. I'm struggling. Then I heard a guy who was straight. He was good. I guess he was straight, but after being in there for like 26, 20, 30 fucking years, he just decided, well, fuck it. I'm just going to fuck ass. <laughs> then you, I heard stories about people who come in gay. What, what's surprising, the story that I hear the least of is motherfuckers being raped. I always hear about motherfuckers who want it. I don't really hear that story of motherfuckers getting it taken from them forcefully. I heard, it, de- I heard it depends on the about? prison. I heard it depends on the prison. Well, this is Trick Daddy's fault. This is Trick Daddy's fault. This is why <laughs> we're on the subject, which is we could have talked about something else if he had mentioned. He had mentioned uh, <laughs> just beating him up. Yes. Because my big thing is like, but you people got to always remember Trick Daddy is known to, when he goes off. When he goes off, he goes from zero to a hundred like real quick. And this is like zero to I don't know. This is an algebraic expression he went to right here. This ain't even a hundred. This is zero to another. This this from one part of the problem to another part of the problem. Like it, like man, you didn't even solve the equation. So he just gave a problem a problem. Okay. So basically, um, that's what Trick Daddy did. He gave so a, problem if you're, a problem. So if you're Nino Brown, how do you respond to this? Yeah, I know how I was. I would respond like I would never. I would give in. I'd be like, "Well, okay, that's not what I, I shouldn't yes, say it that way." Uh, I would give in entirely to all of his whims, all of his demands, uh, everything that he would want. Um, I, I would fucking run away. I would just say, "You know what, man? Fuck you, man. You, you, what? Hey, fuck it. And, like and, I, yeah, you, you, you're the super gangster, one hundred percent person. Like I, I <laughs> but see, people have been I, now. There's one instance now. I don't know how real this is. You know, you got another instance where another guy that's not associated with this, and I think this was happening before the Trick Daddy thing or maybe somewhere there in collusion, where one of the other rappers down there had an altercation with him. Well, then, uh, with uh, Nino. Then you actually supposedly got to fighting with a dude who tried to try him at a Waffle House. I don't know what it is about rappers. And these, <laughs> the Waffle House is a motherfucker. It's, it's live. It's live. Shit, I ain't been to a Waffle House in like a year. He should have been home eating great. So, but it's saying, you know, he's at the fight at the Waffle House. So he was showing his knuckles because he had got to fight with some dude at a Waffle House. He put his knuckles in his ass and walked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> knuckles in your ass. Knuckles deep inside. Please don't. <laughs> so, you know, you go down that path and that's happening. But I don't know if it's fully squashed. But I know one thing. 
he kind of came out in another video and said, you know, how he doesn't know why he's doing it. Yeah, that. He doesn't <laughs> he quite said, don't fucking do it on that level. Uh, but he was just saying that, like, he don't know why Trick is doing this. And he kind of chalked it up to talking about, like, maybe he's just mad at his success or some some stuff. Like, you know, kind of like a cop-out type thing. So he, he, didn't, just he, about, he didn't address it at all. No, he, he was just saying that he don't know where this is coming from. Like, <laughs> you know, confusion is what you get. When yeah. someone says that to you, you're, yeah. you're confused. You're like, what? Yeah. Like, he's man, man, I'm just trying to be successful, man. I'm just trying to man, make money. When, when two men are arguing and they're going back and forth and you got one motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you in your motherfucking head. Motherfucker, you ain't going to do shit. I'm going to cut your motherfucking throat. I'm going to put my fingers in your ass. <laughs> I'm going to blow your ass. What? 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 <laughs> that shit will stop a nigga dead in this motherfucking track. And see, and, and, and I'll tell you, yeah. you don't even want to beef with a nigga like I, that. Like, I don't want to be. That's, that's how he wins. He wins automatically. Man, like, you all, can't. Yeah. How do you? Yeah, and I, where you combat that? Exactly, I, there is no combating that, and I just don't understand where any of this is coming from. Because this is just all blowing my mind. Because you know, all this hip hop beef has kind of gotten out, yeah, uh, all this hip hop beef and got out of control anyway. But mm. the way they did it is kind of like it's some, it's some true localized stuff. And I mean, Trick was outside almost in the rain, yelling into a camera and telling dudes to go get this dude. This dude. Gave trip trick props for being like um, a pioneer and pretty much the father of that Miami scene. Beside Luke, you know what I'm saying. Um, and so it's one of those type of things that you just don't really know what it is. And then a lot of folks, you know, they coming at uh, Nino because you know he used to be like the guy that was selling CDs and selling all this other stuff. And so guys were like, you know, on him about that. Like, you know, like you ain't no street dude street dude you would like the dude that was selling cds and stuff so they were trying to hit him with that you know how it is anytime like and that's why i said that's why i feel like the finger in the booty thing is just more of let me take points off you let me call i'm gonna call you soft i'm gonna prove that you ain't nothing you weak so we sent these dudes in there and i don't understand why another man would want to go this level to violate Uh, somebody but they just try to it's it's weird that's why i think they went down that path even though it's a reach like we've been saying in the booty I I, <laughs> I have a question. Um, I'm just tired of talking about this shit now. Nah, yeah, it, it, it's stressful, man. It, it, like, it's, it's stressing at all levels. You like I don't know why they. I, well, I, I, we have to. We, we can't come you to a go, You got to go look at that video online of Trick Daddy. How I like angry. Like this dude. This dude is mad. Like somebody that really did something. Like somebody that did something to your family. Like it ain't nothing left. Like if you see this dude. So, so if he's if put he, my finger in your booty, man, oh yeah, <laughs> it ain't even see macho man mad. No, it, no, uh, it's way beyond macho man mad. This but is if, you're that, if, if you're that angry, and yeah. that's what you resort to, because when you're the angriest, that the yeah. real you comes out. Yes, who you really are comes out because you can't hide anything <laughs> man, anymore. Let me. We we talking all this shit, but I'm I'm gonna say this. I don't believe. And this is without me seeing this goddamn video. I don't believe that Trick Daddy was serious about putting his fingers, burying his fingers to the knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> and digging grapes out of the ass <laughs> of Nino Brown. I don't think he was serious. It's- me, dude. I, 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 Trick is a character, though. It's basically, I think I don't think he was serious, serious. I just think it was the way he was do- to disrespect this dude. Saying, Like I said, all these other guys, like, you the CD man, you ain't no real street dude. Uh... 
uh, and then he out here like, man, you you know, you a CD man, you ain't no real street dude, and you soft. I know you soft, though, boy, this, that, and the third. Hey, I'll tell you what, when you find him, tie him up. I might just put my finger in your booty because you weak. So, so no, just, no, that last part doesn't match. It doesn't match up. I'm sorry, it doesn't match. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, the I last part is like, oh, you know, when we see you, we're going to shoot you, we're going to hurt you, we're going to. I'm going to put pants Not on rape him. you, though. Not rape you, no. <laughs> we going to beat you with bats. No, 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 no. we going to cut you with knives. No, 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 no. we going to put fingers in your ass. No, no, no. Why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why are we going here? What is going on? We're just confused. Like, yeah, exactly. just leave it to bats. Why? Yeah, exactly. What? Why can't you just... Why can't you just match my yeah. fingers with a baseball? There was an eat a eat a booty click, right? Yes, I'm there a was, part of that click. That's there, what I want to talk about. Who in here eats ass? There, we'll, I'm out. To click. We'll get to that. I'm not I got in excited. The I'm sorry, but I'm the sorry. click has gone to another level. Apparently, now they're doing more than eating the booty. They're they're devastating it with fingers. Yes, I, I'm. Uh, I'm away from that click. <laughs> oh, of oh, the oh. click of the click members, who who's like the number? Who's Luca Brasi? Who's like? <laughs> Vito's best hitman. Who's like Trick Daddy's number one man? I, it's like, so, who's the main guy who's going to be sent to find Nino Brown? Like he's doing real investigative. That's the funny thing. Work. He put a hood APB out on this dude, and that's why I was joking with you guys about because I love that part. That, that's the funniest part of the video because this dude, you know, he's naming just various like hood names. He's out there naming names. Like, hey, hey, you, I'm telling you, South Meat. Oh, South Meat on down the North Side. You know what I'm saying? So wait a minute. Like, so you know, he's making a. <laughs> APB, but then he's adding these dudes' names in it. Exactly, and And they're like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck?" Exactly, y'all see him? Y'all tie him up and hold him there. Hold him there, and when I get there, I like, this was like, so they got him tied up, and he's like, they're they're waiting for Trick to arrive. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> That's, man, I'm telling you, I was tripping out so bad, I didn't even know what to do. I was like, man, this is this is like a, a wrestling. You know how wrestlers try to build up before a match. This is like it went all wrong, and they should have closed it down. It went all wrong, and they should have stopped it. Like you said, somebody should have said, "Wait a minute, I think, I think, <laughs> I think we need to reshoot this." <laughs> That's his, his wrestling signature move. Yes. And he's going to put his finger in the booty. Oh, my God. He's passing out. You got sweet chin music. You got <laughs> the goddamn razor's yeah. edge. Yeah. And you've got the knuckle butt. Yeah. <laughs> the colostomy. <laughs> the colostomy. Yeah. The colostomizer. Yes. <laughs> the booty breaker. That's goddamn. Yes. Well. I was going to talk about eating ass. Do you fellas eat ass? By any uh, no. By, 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 by any chance, do you guys eat ass? No. no I, I will pass <laughs> like on it's that. It's a question. casual question. Okay. Uh, we'll let you start. We'll go around the room. With what? With uh, the subject at hand. What, you, what the fuck you mean? You, you'll let me start going around the room doing what? <laughs> Putting fingers inside of asses, of course. <laughs> what the fuck have yeah, we been talking about the last thirty minutes? <laughs> Putting fingers in asses. Nigga, nigga first. Said, eh, I don't know. I had to kill you, nigga. I, I had to kill you, niggas, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Fred Freeze impression. Yeah. Bring that bullshit to Fred. Fred is a big ass motherfucking nigga. Too. <laughs> that nigga's stocky. I give him about two hundred and thirty at the least. I'm trying to drop. Ain't gonna ain't gonna be no fuck shit with all that. You can't come at that. Not that I would want to. <laughs> Um, if he wasn't, you saying if he wasn't so big, then if, if, maybe <laughs> maybe the odds would be better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God damn it! Um, <laughs> well, let's uh, talk about women and get off this gay ass subject. Uh, yes, yes. No yes, segue. Yeah. Let's just stop it. Yes, yes. Just stop. Stop, stop please, trick. Stop, Nino. Um, stop, trick. Stop it. 
y'all just stop it. These independent ass women, man. These women that don't cook. Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. But they don't cook. Um, let me tell you guys what the fuck I like. I like an independent woman. But I was raised in a house with a very old school woman. A woman that was very domestic. Very stereotypically domestic. But at the same time, she can go out. She can get money. She she was kind of like a like a hybrid of domestic wife and independent. But nowadays, these some of these women are like just all independent, and they ain't good for shit. Motherfucker want to cook dinner, she she order a goddamn pizza. Motherfucker uh, 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 bring home McDonald's and shit. I'm like, I need you to have those feminine qualities. Yes, I'm speaking in very chauvinistic terms, and some people will be offended. But I like a combination of the two. I like a woman that can go out and get a check and cook. And I know what the sister's going to say. Well, motherfucker, I ain't got time to do both. Bitch, make time. No, I'm bullshit. I ain't saying that. But how y'all feel about that, though? Well, I can go. Uh, hey, man. Um you know what? It just depends on who you select. There's someone for everyone. So it's just one of those things where I think you can find whatever you're looking for, depending on if you if you're just generalizing and you're like, I want women, women of today. Things are so much different, as you know, you know what I mean, that uh, when do people really have the time to do that shit? At one point, women weren't allowed. Women weren't necessarily allowed. uh <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I wish we had video because this man is literally in the corner choking himself. Yes, yes. He's, dis- neck, he's disagreeing with my politically correct that he's choking the life out of himself. Yes. Yeah, I, go ahead. But I that's what to say. Something. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying people aren't necessarily females aren't allowed to do the same things. You know, <laughs> you got hurt, <laughs> and I can actually say that, like, um, you know, Mr. Crane is correct. You know, uh, those of us who are domesticated individuals, uh, we like you're going to find that basically it's one of those type of situations. Once you do everything that you got to do, a woman going to do everything she got to do. A woman is going to nest. A good woman is going to nest anyway. And a good dude going to be out there doing whatever. So they're going to just kind of match up and do whatever they have to do. And then you got one of them going to like to cook more than the other one or really take something out of cooking. Like I actually enjoy cooking myself. Like you know, I, most, me and my, most of my dudes, we, we like to cook like the Italian dudes. I was over your house like, one day. Yeah, I was over your house one day, and you let the goddamn pizza burn. I was mad in the motherfucker. Oh no, that was my wife let the pizza burn. Okay, she, <laughs> she can't stand. She can't stand that. You're disrespectful. Yeah, you disrespectful. Some of my bad. But you, you know, but that's because we never stop. We never fool with that. Uh, what do you call it? That um, take and bake. We normally do most of our pizza, or we make our own pizza. We either t- we do the take him we do uh we like the new pizza place they got up the street but anyway that's like that's neither here <laughs> but uh like but I, I like what you said though uh, um it sounds like because you uh Fred Freeze is the married domesticated Negro in this room right now yes I'm very and, domesticated um, I like what you said it sounds like you're basically saying when you get married to a woman you have to play to your strengths yeah you that's know, it that's it bring the best of both worlds man and woman and combine them she. As a man, you may like to cook more than her. She may like to do this more than you. So you, b- you become a super couple. Uh, yeah. uh, what's that shit? Wonder twins combine. 
I just want to make sure I'm not the bucket of water. That's all. I want to be that, just as strong as the woman I'm with. So that's when real yeah. nigga shit to just. You want to be the bucket of water and the bath water. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He had water one time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, she, pissed, she pissed and she shit in the water. Oh, wait, like, like, time out. Turn into a bucket of water and go just pissing and shitting in that shit. You're like, oh, damn. What, what, what have you married? Pissing me, please, sister. That was his sister, by the way. Uh, you you married a beast. Uh, but uh, at that point, you know you married a beast. But. Yeah, that, that's pretty much. Don't you think that's the kind of up to the to the guy for for marrying a chick who like if don't you, that's that's about that's, finding someone who fits tell, what you yeah, want. I always tell the guy and the girl the same thing. It's like you you gotta like it's all about you know your pick. It's kind of like the dude the, the friends you roll with and all that other stuff. Like they always say, show me your friends and I show you you. You know the type of people that's you roll with. Shit. If you got like some solid dudes and you ain't got dudes out here trying to stab everybody in the back, then you can be like, well, Stop. damn, I did okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I must, I must be somewhere. I might, you know, I might be a little jacked up, but you know, I, you know, I know what. But if you find, if you every time you look around, like damn, every damn last one of my dudes is out here snitching on folks, then shot by ten. I mean, you know, it's like it starts out. You know, we all got people in our lives that have. I trust me. If you come, hey, come from where I come from, stuff like that. We all got people in our life that got I'm, history. I'm blaming the but, selection process for but, a lot of things. The, but in your inner circle, what you keep for the long run, you can't keep. Like when people get super dysfunctional, it's not that you kind of cut your homies off. It's just kind of like, you know, you got to let them kind of figure it out. And you're going to be there when they need you to the degree. But you got to let people figure it out. So that what I'm saying is, but you're going to keep the move forward. You're going to try to attract. It's the law of attraction. Basically, I want to be around some dudes that, hey, they may not have it yet, but they're trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? And and, and some guys is respectful and they got it. Because that's going to put me in a trajectory to try to go somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm always knowing I'm, I can't just lay on my ass and sit down and stuff like that mm-hmm. or sit on my ass and lay down. And it's the same thing with chicks. So it's like on one level, you got like, the chicks, hey, everybody want to hit all this other stuff. And, it's, and if that's all they present to you, they never present you nothing else. That's all they is. They just some sex. So you saying they the look good? That that he's saying it's yeah. all about your selection exactly. process. Exactly. And if you a nigga that's bringing some quality yeah. to the table, yeah, then, then that's real. Gonna, that's that's real. Yeah, real. Gonna, yeah. What you, what you got to say about that shit? If anything, yeah, it's, that's that's what I'm pretty much saying. I'm saying that it's about how you select a mate. So if you automatically at the beginning, if you know this person, okay, you you talked about a lot of these women not holding up their end of the bargain in terms not of that I've r- always held up mine, r- but yeah. yeah, you just you're just generalizing. Then, but that's that's up to just selecting someone who who will fit what you want, no matter what it is, because there is someone who's more than willing to cook and clean. There's someone who's more than willing to do whatever it is you want. So. When you select someone who isn't necessarily they they they're not that's not their strong point, then it's kind of like well what can you do you know she she doesn't cook she doesn't do this or he doesn't do this or you know the, you have to pick that person who has those strengths. Mm-hmm. Yep, I mean that that's pretty much the size of it. Cause like I said, at the end of the day, if you get a trophy, the funny thing is trophies you got to continue to kind of keep them up, polish them, you know. Blah blah blah. It, you know, everybody's got an agenda, and what people fail to realize, a lot of these, you know, these. Oh man, a, we always call them beautiful, dangerous creatures. You know what I'm saying? Because like you got like 
you know, they out here, they're going to holler that, oh, man, I, they did me wrong. I'm like, man, this was a setup. You were trying to get that athlete's money. You are trying to do this. You are trying to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You went in it sideways. He went in it sideways. Neither one of y'all should have been in it. Y'all should have just had a good time with each other because he was in the peak physical condition doing what he needed to do. You were fine. Y'all wanted to tear each other apart. Go do that. But so trying to family, I don't think y'all were ready for that type of action. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like that, that was like y'all decided to try to live life of normal people and like normal people to be like, you know, hey, you know, I you like some kind of consistency. You like, Societal uh, standards are much different. Exactly. So sometimes it's, it's really it's a societal thing. Things yeah. are just not the same as, as they were when that's real. Yep. When um when that happened. Y'all so it sounds like I've just been picking the wrong motherfucker because I ain't shit. <laughs> Sounds like my decision making is shitty, and maybe I just need to cook and clean and do all that shit in my goddamn self. That was like, appreciate your help, guys. <laughs> hey, no, trust me, trust me. I'm sure, sure Law G won't incriminate himself, but uh, he'll, he'll, Lawrence G will be around to further this discussion. <laughs> uh, I will not ask him to be incriminated. It's crazy though, hard. It's 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 hard to pick the it, right person. You can sit down. Get to know somebody, and they can have a whole lot of things in common with you. But uh, at some point, it seems like people grow apart. Maybe I've had my goddamn heart broken too many goddamn times. But it's like even when even when I've picked motherfuckers I thought was suitable for me, there's always that fork in the road where it's like, all right, I'm going to the left. If you don't come to the left with me, it's over with. So I've always hit a fork in the road. Well, most recently, I should say, I've hit a fork in the road where no matter how compatible we were, it was like, well, our lives are just on two different pages. Don't hate you, but I got to I got to go get this job in Cali. I got to go get this over here or me. Sometimes I'm the motherfucker. So it's crazy. Just, but see, I've, I've found myself being compatible, but meeting as of lately, I've been meeting the right people at the wrong time. And see, I you know that's yeah. saying. That's just a, that's just a part of life. That's yeah, that's just, just really a part of life. Because, like I said, I you know, I mean, I'm eating their ass. I'm eating pussy. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 buying them purses. I don't beat them up. So that, what am I doing wrong? I mean, that, I'm telling you, that's a maybe part. that's the problem, though, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to start beating them up, dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're giving them options. You can't do that. I need to control a bitch. Yeah, hey, put a leash on her neck. You. Thank well, you, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. You're a true friend. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm gonna you know, co-sign you. It's like that's true. Like because the beating part. Well, that not that part. <laughs> but uh, actually, actually meeting people. No, no, not, not that. Not that part. Uh, uh, actually, he want to stay married, so he can't yeah. fuck with these two single ass. <laughs> well, no, I say. can say like you can meet uh, people like you know you got like two type of situations. Like usually when you're young and stuff like that. You know, you could have something that could go the distance, but a lot of times you guys are just kind of feeling your way around and trying to figure out where you're going. So, you know, some situations that's are gonna, some real shit. I you hate know to what I'm cut saying? You off, but that's and I'm in my early 30s and I've dated a lot of girls in their late 20s. Yeah. And I'm thinking after 20 around 24, 25, I'm thinking the searching is over with. Uh, the woman searching for her next move in life is over with it. Maybe around 24, 25, she's settled. That's what I was thinking. But I found out 
these motherfuckers are still searching for opportunities and they're still growing as people. Well, I'm going to tell you. And they're not settled. Here's that's, the thing. That's been the problem in a lot of my relationships. I meet good people, but they're still growing and chasing opportunities outside the state and their life is just branching off in a whole different direction than mine because they're not settled. Whereas my mom was like, you need to get your older woman that's like, 35, 36, because she's probably more settled than a 29-year-old, 28-year-old. Well, also, you got to look at the fact that, like I said, the modern woman, like, you know, I'm I'm a person, what they would call a sapiosexual. So, basically, I'm a person who likes intelligent people. Man, I uh, guess I'm the so, same. Uh, and and I when guess you're I'm dealing a, with a, that. A sexual. How would you say that word? Was? Uh, sa- uh, saposexual. Sape, I bet you can't spell it. Uh, no, I cannot. Okay. <laughs> I, I like it tells you people to help me spell <laughs> See, that's important. But anyway, uh, as I was actually saying, uh, they're the type of, you know, basically when you're dealing with people that are like doing things like um, doctors, like uh, like people, you know, like my wife is, uh, is a physician and, you know, I got exes that were like uh, one of them is actually doing a study at Harvard right now. Um, you know, the other one. He's bragging right now. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, I'm saying it. is, Let him I'm, I'm, uh, she was an astronaut. She was oh, the first woman to ever travel to. I, uh, no, what I'm saying is, the, the, <laughs> what I'm saying is, one Saturn's had, ring. Yes. <laughs> you were saying that? Anyway. She retrieved the sample that yes. would save mankind. Yes. From, Go ahead. Possibly. And all of that pales in comparison to the way she swallows a cock. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with that, no, no, anyway. Uh, but, uh, as I was saying, you know, that's the type of thing when you're dealing with people like that, you know, there can become you know, a point and you guys kind of have like a looser relationship because you kind of know that, OK, we're going to see what we're going to be able to take this thing. But, you know, we're going to enjoy our time together and we're just going to see what we're going to be able to take this thing and whether we want to try to, you know, what I'm saying take it further whether we want to try to move states together, whether we want to do whatever. And that's just how that is. And, like, things just fell a certain kind of way for me and my wife that we were able to kind of just, you know, we were hitting a stride at a certain time. But, like, the modern woman, especially the ones that are working and they're moving up, and in particular, certain levels of professionals, they're having children later and later in life, and they're getting married later in life. So and that's more what I'm and talking that's, about. That's what I'm saying. So everybody's the modern, exactly. So, and that's it. Like everybody's and everybody's doing it. Like people would like, sadly enough, higher Q, they're having fewer children. They're doing all this other stuff. It's like it's all happening later in life. Like, you know, I'll be like, man, I got a lot of kids. I got three. There's somebody show up. I know what man, what you talking about, man? I got ten. The fuck? Ten, man. What is this? Nineteen? What? Ten or something? Yeah, yeah. How you got ten kids? I'm like, bro, they got they call cousins. You could have they call cousins. cousins bro. There's about four or five of them gonna die. That's yeah. what I said. That, so. They would, do, but see, they were trying to put people to work on the farm. Some of yep. them are gonna die. Yep. You know, that was gonna be crazy. Uh, uh, Brother Billy gonna have to put him in the closet. All that stuff. So you, it's one of those wild things that that's how things have shifted now. Now people are having fewer children, which we still overpopulating, but people are having fewer children and everything's happening later in life. And, you know, to piggyback on what you said, which is kind of related and unrelated, um, it seems like before the industrial era and me and Jonathan Crane talked about this before the industrial era, when you were farming and basically working, doing labor to survive. Yeah. Um, and doing all that shit, planting seeds and tilling the soil when you were doing all that shit, (laughs) 
Um, picking cotton. Picking cotton. <laughs> a cotton picking nigger. <laughs> I made this shirt with my bare hands, little Wayne. But uh, before, I the would industrial never era, the before the industrial era, it made sense for a man and woman to have a whole lot of kids. Because basically what you're doing is birthing workers. Yes. And not, all, not only are you birthing workers, but you're getting your money back because those kids... Our workers and their their life is taking care of the homestead. Yep. And then they will go out and start their own shit and families and homesteads. But um, I th- I just thought that was real interesting. But then the industrial era comes in, and having a lot of kids is financially a burdensome. A bur- is it can mm-hmm. be burdensome. Burdensome. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh. So yeah, man, that nineteen oh nine fucking was some serious shit. Yeah, yeah. Motherfuckers yeah. using those uh cat gut condoms. But maybe they only fucked nine times, but they just they just did it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that dude is potent as hell. Yeah, yeah. He just walks in the room and she gets pregnant. <laughs> it's, it, that's how it's happening. Just go to popping out babies like a goddamn grinner. But I'm like, because I know I know somebody told me that they that their dad had like a lot of kids. He like he was like one of a bunch of children, and I was like, in this modern time, I was like. Bruh, what? I it it, it does right. seem old. People don't have as many kids as they. Everybody's used to. grandparents had. They were like, you know, less, seven, no less eight. than no, that. Man, I'm talking about when you get up in the, in the rural parts of Alabama. You talking about if it's less than ten, that that woman got off easy. So <laughs> he probably lost question. a couple. Here's my question: Since we're talking about modern relationships and modern people and modern women, okay, my basic question is: Relationships? Do you think they were stronger and more long lasting back in the day? Or right now, I think it's like you, you had to look at the dynamics back in the day, because like I said, at one time, women didn't have any rights whatsoever, so they couldn't really That's say options. nothing. Exactly. And they, um, you know, and basically a woman's only way to move anywhere in society was with, with a, man. a man. And then like men had to go out and kind of well, they didn't have to, but they needed to go out and establish themselves to some degree so that they could go take a wife and be able to, you know, and be able to support that household and do whatever, whatever. So that's why you had a lot of times you had a lot of these guys would go out, they would be older and they would come back and get younger wives. So you and and then you had guys and families that were selling their daughters and stuff off because you see what I'm saying? Just on just on a creepy note, and I know you guys have noticed this. You ever notice that 90% of the time your grandfather was way older than your grandmother? And if you rewind, yep. if yep. you rewind time and you really think about it, it kind of creeps you out. Like, yeah. man, how old were you when you showed up in my grandmama's house, man? <laughs> He's like, that's just the way that it was back that's then. That's the way yeah. it was. Yeah. She was 13 and I was uh, <laughs> 23. And I was 19. <laughs> like, what the? Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. The A. And that's, the, and that's what I said. So that's. They didn't have the option, so saying that they were stronger or something is kind of like they weren't dealing with the same. We're, we're actually dealing in more of an age of people wanting to be together because they just want to be together. You know what I'm saying? You you know, you still got some folks maybe getting together out of necessity, but when you see something last nowadays, it's because those people generally, they really, really want to be together. Now, back at that time, you still had some folks who wanted to be together because they remain and all that other good stuff. And there were, you know, true love and all of that, too. But not, you know, I, it's harder to decipher. But now it's like if somebody's with you now 
and y'all say y'all didn't run that course in this modern era, y'all just wanted to be together. Options. Yeah. People people have options today that they didn't have. Exactly. So people have opportunity opportunity. They have options at back in nineteen thirty or nineteen forty or whatever. Um, the family structure was so important, not only because of what you mentioned, but um, like like Freeze mentioned, what what could a woman really accomplish without a guy? Yeah. She legally she really couldn't she couldn't really at one point couldn't vote. Yeah, I mean, African American males had the right to vote in this country before white women. Think about that. I mean, and we were seen as three fifths of a man. So what does that? What does society think about women? What do they think about black women? So mm, it's, no, it's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that was yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, I think back then it was that was a requirement, but now that people have so many options, men and women have so many more options. It's just it, a lot of people. It's just not the focus. Mm. I, I think education is more of a focus and different things like that. Well, and it's, it's what the individual wants personally right now. It's basically what. Like we were saying before, you picking a somebody that's on your level, uh, that's of your interest, and you know what I'm saying, that is going where you going. Like birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you gonna be, one thing people don't keep in mind though is you do have to remain individuals. You're going to be individuals that came together and you got to stay individuals. Like I like collecting comics. You know, my wife ain't going to be like, man, don't you never, I don't never want to see you with no comic book. She never going to do that. She know I'm going to go see the comic book movies. I'm going to go nerd out. Now, she likes a lot of some stuff, some of that stuff herself. Yeah, but she and she'll get into it. She yeah. respects your individuality. Exactly. She respects yeah, you, the you fact said that, that you, uh, you knew that, that she was the right one when you knew that she loved like Final Fantasy 3. Like, yeah. That was one of her favorite games. Yeah, she one was in there playing. One of my favorite games, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so she was in there playing it, you know, her and her friends. And I was sitting up there like, you know, you know I'd already helped her take some stuff up to a room you know before and stuff like that you know because you know nigga got to crook his way in there because that's what he does right? <laughs> that's the game you know what i'm saying yeah so you know what i mean oh i can college. i can i can help yeah, you in this. college yeah because you know we're on the balcony like me and my frat brothers were on the balcony and we're looking down you know the, the, the uh, new girls moving in our dorm and all of that good stuff and stuff like that and you know you know sundress red walking in mm-hmm. i'm like what, what the they're like Oh man, that's your knife, ain't it, bro? I said, yeah, you know it is. I said, I think she needs some help too. Mm-hmm. They, they, they was like, they looked around. They're like, man, what, what the fuck is that, man? Like that, 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 that nigga down there, the like he real. Fantasy three. And then like later on, you know, she up there playing Final Fantasy and stuff like that. I was like, what? I said, uh, hey man, y'all, you, hey, you finna that go was get a sign, sound? man. Is it you finna go get this fast sounds, man? No, nah, I'm good, man. I'm going to probably stand here, you know, probably see what they finna do in this game right here. I don't believe they finna do whatever. <laughs> and that was it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know. So, yeah. but. That person exists, man. You just yeah. have to find that chick playing Street Fighter Alpha. <sighs> she ex- <laughs> She's out uh, there. There is a university up the street with quite a few of those that are playing that game. See, Fred always talks about I keep trying that to these you. chicks do exist. They're there. Maybe. See, you really don't go to the comic book store as much anymore. Yeah. What university are you talking about? In UAB. Uh yeah, yeah yeah, well they're um, there they're, man, man, and let me tell you something oh oh hold on you before I, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out to UAB because several people I have frat brothers on that campus the crop and I'm not the old guy but they they the old they, the younger guys that I know they sit there and they're like wow it's amazing how many beautiful black women are at that campus right now and then of every age group 
because they're doing it. I mean, they're getting their degrees and stuff, and they're like, I mean, and UAB is one of those type of colleges, and it's really across the spectrum of people. Yeah, I need me an older chick. So, oh, bro, that's that's some. Uh, yeah, I'm an just older telling. chick with some big titties who sucks a mean dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the university. I'm pointing to it. It's yeah. either that or it's like pretty said, close. Yes, it's pretty close. But back on a serious note, I think it's very interesting. <laughs> yes, I think it's very interesting what you two say it. Uh, that was a weird segue. <laughs> hey, we're just giving we're just giving that advice, man. It can happen. You so, know, like I said. So back in the day, what you two are saying is back in the day, you might, well, you definitely had some people who fell in love and stayed together because of true love. Yeah, but there are a lot of women and relationships that they were forced to really just stick around. They didn't have options, mm-hmm. didn't have any rights as a woman. Uh, their freedom, if you will, their power, whatever they had came from a man. Yep. So marrying a man back in the day was a good life decision almost there was a woman's place um, there was a clear defined woman's place back then yeah yeah now pretty much and i'm glad i mean i'm glad for my sister i'm glad for hopefully the daughter i never have uh ever Mm -hmm. um i don't want a daughter but anyway um gotta keep him off the pole man that's what mr rock said exactly um they have they have more options they have more rights that's what i said i'm a bitch yeah they have more options and rights now. Yeah, so I, I mean, and that's that's pretty much it. I mean, and that's really a better thing for everybody because you can actually get. I mean, really, what it's all about is like, hey, we all gonna, you know, we all came here and we all got to go, and really, the what you build around you as you go is like one thing because you know, say what you will, like about daughter, like daughters are gonna kind of be more, and then sons are also hands are sons and. Stuff like that, guys. We have a different way of dealing with things, but when you have like a couple of daughters, you know they 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 step in when you kind of going you're going down. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more, a lot of them. You know, not the good ones anyway. <laughs> um, and um, though yeah, I know my sons, sons kind of like they, they'll stab they'll they'll stab you while you're down yeah. because it's their turn. They're replacing yes. you. Yes. I'm now, the replacement. Yes. I've been waiting for this moment. You're weak now. Yes, it, it's just my time. Like it's a, like like a yes. one lion. Yes, trying to take over the pride from yeah. the older lion. Yeah. Pretty going to kill your ass, Dad. Yes, <laughs> that's what the lion says to. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he said, and he says it in a human voice. He says it. In, hey, Dad, I'm going to kill your ass. Yes, <laughs> right. It's, it's my time. <laughs> lion so, King was a great movie. Wasn't but what's yeah, crazy yeah. is the, the, the in yeah, the lion, the, the the female lion is the vicious one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm telling you, we were at she the zoo. With black women, the female is the vicious. Yeah, exactly. She's. Hey, I'm telling you, that female Bitch. line is. These are. Uh, we were at these, the zoo. These opinions belong to Joey Burnham yes, at uh, yeah. Joey. <laughs> And what's funny is we were at the zoo. I'm and just heartbroken because I can't find a motherfucker to love me, and that <laughs> basically, and that that basically means there's something wrong with me on the inside. So uh, this is a therapy session. Oh, actually, it's, it's just difficult because like now everything's all digital. People don't really go places like they used to. A digital bitch. There That's what I need. There you go. They do have uh, virtual porn now. A you bitch know. I can control. Is that Hanta? Put the proper program it's, in. It's, uh, it's in that realm. There is hentai that, yes. Uh, t- 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 
I've never seen that. I've never got down with hentai. What's that? That Japanese anime porn? Yeah, pretty it, much. It's, it's next level. It's like once you see it, you can't unsee it. And you don't know what you just saw, uh, and you just kind of go. Yeah, it's just strange. It's strange. You're I don't. Re- like, I don't really get off to it. Me it's neither. Just, I'm just. Like, it's just I don't one of those understand. things where I'm watching it. Sometimes it's really well animated. That's what I was about to say. I'm so crazy. I'm looking at the animation. I don't yeah, yeah. And then I'm just like, what just happened there? You know? Okay. So. And I only saw a couple. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And didn't you see the whole thing? Just like the animation. Usually it's like a demon fucking like something like that. As per usual. He has like seven dicks, and you know. Devil may fuck. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Ain't no fun if the demonic can't have none. <laughs> I like that. Ain't no fun if the. It ain't no fun <laughs> if the devil can't have none. Exactly. Guess who's back in your motherfucking house? Yeah, it does sound like it's <laughs> a pitchfork nigga in your motherfucking mouth. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, what the fuck is tentacle porn? That. <sighs> Historically there And I can't even go into The exact history of it But somewhere in Japan There's been this thing Where This fascination With these sea monsters That's Taking these ladies And doing this Yeah just stuff. Just a woman being Overwhelmed by, and over, yeah, Overpowered by sea That's like yeah. really big For them mm-hmm. And uh, By this tentacle creature With With <laughs> So they like to see uh, Beasts fuck women and I'm, I'm talking about in, ro- in a particular way. Yeah, ro- Robies ro- ro- in America. That's beasts. called interracial. But doom boom. Anyway, uh, especially the southeast. Oh, yeah, I know, right? But uh, I think we have a porn king. He may not be. I am a porn proud. King. Oh, he is. Okay, well, but, shit. Uh, well, why would I not be proud? Oh, that's something you. Uh, His that- name again is Mister Plow. That was a good porn name. That yeah, exactly, exactly. That was Homer Simpson. Had but that. yeah, as far as the porn, oh, that spectrum, was Homer Simpson's name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, Plow. they call me Mr. Plow. They call me Mr. Plow. The <laughs> name again is Mr. Plow. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah, yeah, his name was Mr. Plow. No, yeah, because he had a, he, a snow shoveling. Snow, business. Yeah, snow plow business. Yeah. and he was Mr. That. Plow. And, and, and his name was Mr. Plow. Yeah. Thinking y'all saying it was an episode of The Simpsons where he was a porn star named Mr. Plow. No, no. Uh-huh. Oh. It that, should that, be it should be a porn name. It should be a porn I've never Simpsons seen it. episode never, yeah. about him becoming a porn star uh-huh. named Mr. Plow. Yeah, 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 they would never write that with The Simpsons now. That's more they, like Family Guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Peter Peter Griffin would definitely be Mr. Plow. But then Homer would fight him. Who's your favorite porn shit? But on the uh porn spectrum, I kinda don't um I'm not really a tentacle porn guy, but I, you know what, man? It kind of varies. It kind of varies like, um, gosh, I really like there was this chick named D Baker when I was a kid. Mm. She was like really one of my favorite uh, uh, porn stars. Like when I was a kid, she was like this really sweet uh, Latina chick. Oh, my goodness. Um, As I got older, when I was like 17, 18, there were two chicks that I kind of I kind of felt like I grew with. You know what I mean? Because they we were like the same age. She was like they were like 18, 19. I was 18, 19. Uh, one of them was Daisy Marie, who's still active, and uh, Isis Love, who's still active. Those are two chicks who kind of came up in the industry with me. Oh, um, came up. Is Isis Love the, uh, the black chick <laughs> or the biracial chick? Yeah, yeah. That um, bitch is gorgeous. Fuck Charlie Sheen, right? Ah, uh, fuck Charlie Sheen. Well, uh, she was she was around him at least. Was she? I don't know if she was one of his like many concubines. I think I think uh, she was. Wow. I think she was fucking with Charlie for a minute. Man, that means she was getting paid to get that uh, package. To get the get the uh, AIDS, AIDS yeah, the, the package. That the we AIDS call it, package. We call it the package. 
It's this sounds like a cable pack. Get the AIDS package now. You got everything, and it's free. It also helps you lose weight. Yep. You gotta catch them all. Got some catch them all. <laughs> STDs. That motherfucker said, "Gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all." Boom, 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 boom. I wanna be the dirty. <laughs> oh my goodness. AIDS patient you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch it all. Gotta. God damn. Inject your needles into my neck. Uh huh. <laughs> and watch me bleed. <laughs> Gotta catch it all. My scabs won't heal. They're here for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the oozing blood leaks. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. See, this is gonna ruin me for. Yeah. This is gonna ruin me for this show. I I want to apologize for all the bullshit. Uh, on the behalf of the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show because Fred hasn't said anything fucked up. Jonathan hasn't said anything fucked up. But I have been the one to say all the fucked up, politically incorrect, dirty, file bullshit. And I just want to... Oh, fuck that. I ain't going to apologize. What we like you saying, Because that makes the show. Yeah, I was just, just describing. See, you asked me who was my favorite porn star. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I created a timeline. Yeah. Yes. That's this, what this, I did. This I created a series. You said Daisy Marie. Yeah, Daisy Marie. Love. Yeah, yes. I liked them when I was younger and everything because uh, those were like, uh, when I started watching internet porn, because, you know, when I was younger, when we were all <laughs> See, younger. Yeah, he, he, porn yeah. was hard to come by. Yeah, it was like really bad. Nigga, nigga had to beat his dick off his memory. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, you didn't write your you, hey you, you didn't write your rhymes down and you didn't get the magazines and you, you had to use your mind freestyle guys free, exactly you were, I was kind of lucky in that department because uh, I had a buddy who um uh he had pretty much all of the porn in existence he had like at least like forty nine percent of it That's and, and where was his uh porn kept. <laughs> because well there's a whole story behind that okay, okay? okay. there there's a story behind it i was at his his house uh our normal weekend and i was telling him i was bragging about finding my father's uh playboy magazine i found a magazine and he was like oh really you found a magazine okay and he was just kind of like he's like really unimpressed i'm like no nah, man they're like naked girls in this. this is pretty impressive and he was like uh come with me man <laughs> Man, that's hurtful, man. And and he <laughs> he showed me, you know, a closet. There was a closet. There were like uh, <laughs> dirty, there were dirty uh, calendars in the closet. And he pulled like it was like opening, like a, a literal like uh, they're finding a treasure chest. Literally hurtful. He pulled he pulled back the sheets. He pulled back like all the stuff that was supposed to hide it. Yeah. And there was a literally a chest, a large chest of porn tapes, porn magazines. Uh, I'm talking about real porn, like Hustler magazine, not the bullshit. A treasure trove wow. of porn. Literally. Man. So and how old was this guy? How? No, no. This is this was his dad's. Wow. Okay. This was his dad's. So he this was his, his dad's, dad's uh, stash. Prized possession. Yes. Prized Hurtful. possession. Yes. And when you opened up the Ark of the Covenant, yes, your face is melted. <laughs> then your face is melted. Our dicks melted when yes. we jacked our dicks to. We didn't yes. do that shit together though. You remember when that was always weird. That's no. We it didn't was always shit. weird because yeah. it happened before. So you know, we like, just yeah. watched the shit. We didn't like. We didn't do anything weird. Rub our dicks together or some shit. When like Peter that, Griffin though. like had uh, where he had to go to <laughs> trouble to hide his porn, and he had to like secret key. Yeah. And all yeah, of yeah, those. Exactly. <laughs> 
So <laughs> no sword fighting. The key. <laughs> so this life, Licked this all life. These dicks. <laughs> I, I want to say that this life chose me. I didn't choose this life. So it the was, life of pornography chose you. Yes, it did. It did. Well, it's um. Hey, it it, it is life. Like I said, I know some individuals. When you become a grown man, you have to be real about your 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 life and your filth. So it's kind of like being a Highlander. It, it's, it, it chose you, and there can be no only. There can be only one. I, I have a few people to duel, but eventually, I will be the final, the final <laughs> immortal. Yes, I, I know of some individuals that did have the spool of porn. They yes, had, they had a spool of of downloads. And you yourself are also a connoisseur, maybe not on the level of my uh, uh, me, but. Uh, I am an addict. I have incitement. <laughs> yeah. Pornography. Yeah. I have no rivals. No one quell. Quell. Yes, <laughs> Show me all the porn yeah. that you have. Yeah. Show me all the porno that you have. Man, that just reminds me of being up too late at night. I know, right? Yeah, that thing used to come on so late. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Show. Yeah, yeah. See, people don't even understand that that era was a different fucking era. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, with the scramble porn era. Uh, yeah, Channel Fuzz. Oh, my God. I forgot all about that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man. I that used was to a different sit up level. in front of the TV for hours. For hours. <laughs> looking at a snowfield TV screen. And as soon as I see a titty, ooh, a titty, I see a titty, a titty, a titty, a titty. Nigga be excited as a motherfucker. Is that a pussy? Nah, that's somebody's fingers. Like, ah, damn. And see, we really actually knew what would make it. Because sometimes if you ever watch so much scramble porn, it it would unscramble. And light, anything that was like very bright would cause it to almost completely unscramble. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's like, so I knew, so... One thing about so the Playboy do, channel, uh, flash a flashlight on. No, no, no. I'm talking about like uh, the actual video. Like, let's say that the background, like you know, Playboy's channel, they were about classy bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they would have a woman like and she'd show. be like in a, a she'd be wearing like a Christmas outfit, and in the background would be like a snow, even though it's not really snow, it's like you know foam or some crap. That would be completely, you know, you could see it easily. But any dark images, it would make it completely scramble. I, I'm a scientist with this shit. Okay? <laughs> yes, yes. I don't fuck around with this. He, he, he breaks it He's, down. I so. don't fuck around with this. I'm surgical with this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. He's taking it apart. So. I'm surgical with this porn, Jake. <laughs> yeah, I'm surgical. <laughs> hey, Jake, pass me the porn. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> what you know That's about... a part of it, though. Hey, Jake, you've been fucking with it all day. You've been... What you know about Bukaki? <laughs> the porn. DP. Uh, BBC. I remember when he said he was going to let somebody like run a train on that dude's girlfriend or whatever. He was a dirty son of a bitch. He's, right? he's fucked up, yeah, man. Yeah, man, that was just hardcore, sir. <laughs> and he won an award for being a crummy black man. A crummy but bastard. But he ain't get shit for Malcolm X. No, not a thing. <laughs> America loves its dirty, low-down niggers. I, but a, a nigga that will uplift other niggas? Can't have that. You He's get, a gangster. You get a finger in your ass. They didn't think it, they didn't think <laughs> they didn't think think anything was uplifting about Malcolm X. So it wasn't their type of uplifting film. So of course it didn't win. Not for them. It was the best movie. Um, a scent of a woman won, which was hilarious because it's like scent of a woman isn't a bad movie, but hoo and all that. Come on, man. Fuck. That's not Malcolm X. That doesn't have the same impact. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hoo-ha. 
the scent of a woman. Scent of a woman. Good pussy. Smells like real good pussy. He couldn't see. So, you know, that's it was okay. See, I never saw the movie, so I'm no, being, I'm being It's a, a good movie. It's I'm, not a bad movie. I'm just being an ignorant motherfucker. Yeah, he the character uh played by Al Pacino, he was blind and uh <laughs> I think Christopher O'Donnell had to take care of his blind yeah. uh, uh relative or whatever for the yeah. weekend. So he was just an older man kind of taking him around. Um he's blind, but he's he's giving him this this knowledge or whatever. Kind of letting them know, like, hey, uh, you need to find a woman. Ah, shit, it's it's kind of it's been a while since I've seen it. Watch Malcolm X. Fuck it. Yeah, Malcolm yeah. X is a good goddamn film. Exactly. That ain't a uh, training day. I fuck with that and training day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you and get wet while I'm doing it. Anybody watch uh, Mo Better Blues? Sherman nobody, Hensley. Nobody fuck about that. Okay. I'll be on that Sherman Hensley. <laughs> Mo Better Blues. That was some yeah. shit. Yeah, Mo Better Blues. Oh, yeah. People always forget about that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It was, well, it was solid. It was solid. Man, why won't Denzel do another fucking Spike Lee movie? He hadn't done a Spike Lee movie in a while. He's gotten a little too big for Spike Lee movies. You think so? He was yeah. in the Inside Man, and I, I I do think he tried to make they tried to make a second one. Yeah, but see, I think I think it's just one of those type of situations. Inside Man was a good movie. Spike Lee has Spike Lee has gotten more into his art film phase, and really the type of money. I, you know, Denzel is getting so much Hollywood money now. That he's in the stratosphere, that he'd have to step back to get some Spike Lee, and he'd have to just kind of you know be in with Spike Lee like that and do it as a favor or be partially director or something like that. Then I think that that's the only way he would probably do it. So let me ask y'all a question. Uh oh. And I'm I'm gonna piss off some people when I say this. Oh shit. I love Spike Lee, but when he makes a movie that has nothing to do with race. Or blackness, his shit sucks. Cause he goes for. I, I wouldn't say though. it sucks though. It just goes for experimental. It, it drops off when he ain't making. Miracle of Saint Anna was was not a a very good movie to me. Yeah, Sam, yeah. What about Summer of Sam or whatever that shit was? Summer um, of Sam. I don't think it really worked out. It didn't really think. work. Yeah, cause it's one of those type of things that I he he's the sad thing about him is. I think that if he was in another community, he would get a lot more respect because he's more of a Kubrick type dude that does these like odd kind of odd off putting movies. He does experimental stuff with film. He's almost doing art student, but a very polished art student level stuff because he's doing like this high art type stuff. Uh, and that's not a yeah, slight. Yeah, he's not really. I don't know if he's the guy who's going to get the hundred million. Yeah, his most successful film domestically in terms of like you know money was was Inside Man. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what? You mean School Days? G five G. Yeah. So he's not really going for that. So judging him by that seems unfair. I'm sorry. <laughs> school Days was also underrated. Yes. yes, School Days was underrated. You say gamma, I say. I ain't like uh, Gamble. Chirac. I ain't like that shit. Yeah, I don't even like the word Chirac, man. You don't be calling Chicago no yeah, Chirac. Yeah, I never saw Chirac. Get rid of Rahm Emanuel, monkey ass. It had so many different tones in it. Like, sometimes it would be funny. Sometimes it would be like a Spike Lee joint. Sometimes it would be like, kind of like a combination. of I don't know. It, it felt like five or six different movies in one. And I, I like the story. I like... I like the premise, which is I'm going to deny uh, 
pussy to all these motherfuckers who are acting violent so they can maybe stop. You know, I, I like that idea of, yeah. of women putting niggas on p- pussy punishment until they stop killing each other, which he got that idea from like a village. Did yeah. they do that in the African village? Yeah. Well, the African yeah. women. Stop there was just some old story or something. They also got that from, right? What is it? What's the story? I'll, if anybody knows. I have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Jonathan told me that that came from like some old Greek story or something like that. You can't do that with the Greeks, man. That these these women like um, to stop some war, they did that. They, oh yeah, this is Chirac. <laughs> yes. Well, with no. that said, uh, I enjoyed. But Wayne has a ghost rider. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jonathan Crane. Appreciate you stopping yeah. by. Fucking with a real nigga. Yeah. The pleasure was all yours. Yeah. Fred Freeze, yes. my Nika. Yes, I'm glad. Thank to be you through. for taking the place. Of Lawrence G, which his place can never be taken. But exactly. You sat in for him. And uh, it's time for us to break out of here. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? That nigga looking at I'm me. I'm not like, knowing just some weird shit's about to happen. That nigga, look, Jonathan Crane looking at me like he about to say some stupid shit. No, all <laughs> I'm going to say is grown folk don't go out and do no dumb shit. Exactly. This has been the Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show. And we out. Yeah. Put your thing in a man's butt. Free, free will of the kids bars, Wayne. Free will of the kids bars. Oh. Yeah, Gilly the Squid. Free w- Gilly the kids bars. <laughs> free Gilly, Gilly the kids bars. The Grown Ass Man Hip Hop Show is brought to you by Fourth Coast Media, produced by Lawrence Tremell, and recorded at Fourth Coast Studios. This is a Fourth Coast Media production. Fourth Coast? What?